0: What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino, Resort, and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. By the way, thanks to Key. Congratulations to the winner of the Lakers tickets. Lakers ticket Thursday. Every uh, Thursday at 545, we give away tickets. And thanks to Kendrick Perkins, who joined us in the last hour as well. If you missed any of that, and all of them were fascinating, Kendrick Perkins on the Lakers, had great stuff on Russell Westbrook and AD and LeBron. uh, Key on OBJ. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the Sedano and Cap podcast wherever you find your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, ESPN app, Google, Spotify, you name it. All right, Linz, what do you got on what you need to know?
1: Well, what you know, need to know is that my Cheez-Its just got stuck in the vending machine. Ooh! Totally kidding. Um, but that did happen. But my real what you need to know is that a SpaceX rocket carried four astronauts into orbit last night, including the 600th person to reach space in 60 years. The crew launch marked SpaceX's fourth for NASA and the company's fifth passenger flight overall, including the September charter flight for the four people that skipped the space station. The Dragon Capsule's toilet leaked during their three days in orbit, necessitating a quick redesign of the flushing system in its newest capsule. As of Wednesday now, Elon Musk's SpaceX company has launched 18 people in 18 months. So that is what you need to know.
0: All right. Well, thank you. Uh, Elon Musk, also a crazy person. So there's that. Um, That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. So, Cap, uh, Lindsay tweeted in our – or tweeted or posted in our chat – uh, Bill Plaschke, shockingly, as much as I love Bill, is anti Uh, the Rams adding Odell Beckham Jr. Rams adding divisive, underproductive Odell Beckham Jr. is a bad idea. Lindsey responds in the group chat. How, Lindsey?
1: Well, okay, so Bill Plaschke, like I said, love the guy. His column says, the headline is, Rams adding divisive, underproductive Odell Beckham Jr. is a bad idea. Yeah. That's right, Bill Plaschke. He knows what's up. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and you said you'd love it cap except you didn't say any of that when key was on the line just 10 seconds ago because let me tell you something george
1: there's no
2: sense in, in it i mean listen keyshawn has been talking to odell he told us that so Keyshawn's on the side of odell and and that's just the way it goes you know this this country when it comes to this topic because it has been a very hot topic for a long time you're you seem to either be on odell's side and the other side doesn't necessarily mean you're on Baker Mayfield side. It just sort of means you're on the Cleveland Browns side. I'll hold my position. Listen, I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical that Odell Beckham is the player today that he was when he was with the New York Giants. He has not been that guy for several seasons. Part of it has been a knee injury, a shoulder injury, et cetera. But the bottom line is, as much as he is liked by teammates, and by the way, I, I, I'm going to put my sources out there because he, he mentions Eric Yarber, the wide receivers coach from the Rams. Why does he mention him? Because you never really hear about position coaches. It's because he's got a relationship with him. Okay, He knows what kind of a coach he is. Well, you guys know that I have a friend who's the offensive coordinator of the Cleveland Browns. He told me today, everybody on the team loved Odell. The locker room guys, they loved him. But he was definitely and always behaved like a prima donna and a diva. And what this Rams team does not need is a is a divisive to use the word that Plasky used, a divisive personality coming into a team and a locker room that is it seems is is very close knit. Doesn't seem to have any big problems with it. You're bringing in a whole new personality and you got to mix it in. And let me just tell you, if he doesn't get the ball and if he's not happy with his role, we have seen the way he has behaved forcing his way out of Cleveland and blaming everything on on Baker Mayfield and his father putting out this video that is that is not exactly being a great teammate I don't think
0: yeah just like I'm sure Tom Brady's dad going on radio shows talking about Bill Belichick made him such a great teammate but we don't talk about that
2: well I mean listen um Tom Brady's dad uh has been on radio shows and and he has had things to say that are candid and um You know, I guess the difference is, is Tom Brady has six championship rings. Yeah, that shouldn't be the issue.
0: If we're going to talk about people being divisive, that's not divisive.
2: Well, but I mean, there's a difference in the resume, I think. No, but no, no,
0: the resume shouldn't matter when we're talking about the application of division.
2: Well, I don't know that I would call it divisive as opposed to candid. I mean, listen, what Odell's father did Mm -hmm. was he said, look, we want him out of there. So what what can we do to force our way out of there? And Tom
0: Brady's dad didn't want him out of there? Like I mean he's ripped Bill Belichick to shreds. Do you remember what year was this the last year that Bill Belichick or and I mean Brady he had together? multiple interviews uh, during the Guerrero thing like he made a big stink. Um he made the thing about like Tom knows that he's going to get rid of him. He needs to think about getting rid of get out of there before he gets rid of him. All that stuff. Like all those are things Brady's dad said.
2: Okay, well, listen, I'll, I'll be completely honest with you, George. I, I really don't remember a lot of that stuff, and it's maybe it's just the way it was covered back then. Maybe it is the player, Maybe it is the way the media treats different guys differently. I mean, but but again, look, Odell Beckham, if you're a great teammate and you're on a team and and things aren't going great, do you just force your way out or do you grind it out and try and make things better? His answer was, I want out of here rather than, I want to make things better. And, you know, we all keep ripping Baker Mayfield, but the fact of the matter is that if, if somebody wanted to put together a video of Odell Beckham dropping a bunch of passes, then they could find those to go out and produce that video. His dad decided to put out a video of him not getting the ball, but he didn't put out the video of a fourth and four where a ball hits him right in the hands and he drops it. Look, now that he's with the Rams, I hope he's ultra-successful. I hope the Rams get from Odell Beckham what they want, but I am concerned. And I, and and if I'm proven wrong and he becomes a phenomenal teammate and the Rams win the Super Bowl, fantastic. That's what I want. I'm not rooting against Odell Beckham. He's now with the Rams. If he was with the Green Bay well, Packers, i no one is saying you're I'd rooting root against,
0: against him. him. But I, 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 but I, but I, but I'm not saying. No one is saying you're rooting against him. At least that's not what I'm saying. I, it just it, you're giving like. I mean, for lack of a better phrase, you're giving some, you're giving other guys a pass, uh, and not giving him a pass, like Brady's dad, like the fact that Brady brought in Antonio Brown. You know what I'm saying? Like, and but look th- what Antonio, Antonio Brown, Brown did. Way more divisive than Odell Beckham yeah, Jr. But
2: not with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, because when Tom Brady brought him in, but was Tom in Pittsburgh, Brady, right? But, but he Tom, was in
0: Pittsburgh, but, but Tom really Brady, divisive. But he, but he t-
2: but Tom Brady.
0: I mean, the Pittsburgh Steelers. The for the Pittsburgh Steelers, think about the Pittsburgh Steelers having to jettison the guy who was by far, okay, the best player on their offense at that time.
2: Well, listen, um, Le'Veon Bell also wanted out of Pittsburgh to the point where he decided to sit out an entire season, and he'll never make that money back. Um, there are just certain personalities that. But do that's things different. Like
0: that. That's not the same. Re- they well, weren't the same but, reasons.
2: But but look, all I'm saying is this: to me, Odell Beckham, there is a lot of hype around him. And a lot of that hype is because of the the early success that he had in his career, and when you start to look at the production over the last four or five years, it has dropped off. Can we look at the stats and we, and, and the stats will tell the story? But again, if Odell uh, I mean Beckham, his first
0: year in Cleveland, he still had a thousand yards.
2: Okay, and then and then what after that?
0: And then he's had he's been hurt the the last two years.
2: Okay, so so why not get yourself healthy and say, hey, I'm a I'm a member of the Cleveland Browns. I came here. Because Jarvis Landry, my best pal from LSU, he wanted me to come here, and we've got a new coach and a new staff, and all of a sudden we're a playoff team. No, I don't like the way things are going. I want out. So look, he may turn into a great teammate with the Rams. Maybe a change of scenery. Maybe a change of culture changes the perception that many of us have of Odell Beckham.
0: I mean, look, let me let me get this straight. Go ahead. Let, Let me get this straight. So you're, I mean. It feels like to me you're giving Baker Mayfield like a complete pass on this. Like not Baker Mayfield, pass. okay. It, it it just feels like that though. I'm just saying that you can say it's not and that's fine. But Baker Mayfield is, I would say, right now in the NFL, the most overrated quarterback we have. He might and, be. And, everyone and why tries is he to do these mental gymnastics. About making him go. Because he was the number one guy, right. or guy and, in the draft. And, and he's nowhere near being worthy of that.
2: And you can't turn on your television. You can't even drive down the freeway in L.A. Without seeing an ad with Baker Mayfield in it. So, you know. Correct. When you, when and, you see
0: and, him. And, and he's everywhere. And they're a run-based team, by the way. Right. But on on the s- other. Like, they had to. They realized quickly. They had to become a run-based team. And Kevin Stefanski did a smart thing there. By doing that. Because he's not capable of carrying a team.
2: That may be the case, George, but here's what I can tell you. The Cleveland Browns, as you said earlier, have been the laughingstock of the NFL, or one of the laughingstocks of the NFL, practically our entire adult lives. Okay? But Baker Mayfield got there, and a new coaching staff got there, and all of a sudden, last year, they became a playoff team. And by the way, they were one penalty away from beating Kansas City in the playoffs last year. Literally, one penalty play away a fumble that went out and 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 went over the pylon they were right there they had Kansas City so things haven't gone great this year but they're not out of it they're right in the middle of it and so what did Odell Beckham decide to do I don't like it here I don't like this quarterback I don't like what's going on I'm abandoning my team and so look he might get to the Rams. And it might be Sean McVay. And it might wait. Be so you want Donald. him to
0: stay there and be uh, and be disgruntled? Like you'd rather that? And then what are you going to say about him?
2: Well, he was there and he was disgruntled. What I would have liked to have said to him was, or what I would have liked to have seen from him was, dude, don't have your dad post this kind of stuff.
0: And. Get your body okay, healthy great. and go don't have Tom no Brady's plays. dad go on again. Like it's, it's this double standard of you holding him to a different le- like a different level here. Like I don't understand this. Well, George, like, I'm just going to tell what, you what is the really, issue here. You,
2: the, there, what is the issue?
0: The issue is, is it is, like the diva wide receiver thing? Like is it that? Is it just the quarterback? The the resume to me that's bull bleep. Well, I don't okay I because I mean, Tom Brady. If Tom brady's dad seven no, if your dad's going to act like a like a jerk, if your dad's going to act like a jerk, it shouldn't matter how many championships you have. Because well, that's disruptive no matter what.
2: Well, again.
0: great. He's got a lot of no clout.
2: Well, oh, dis- right, he does. And what has Odell Beckham accomplished in his career? Tell me, how many championship rings does he have? How many How many championships has he brought? Oh, yeah, but how team? many times? To-
0: okay, because you're, you're... I mean, come on. Are you really going to compare a quarterback to a freaking wide receiver? A guy who has to get... Someone has to get them the ball as opposed to the guy who touches the ball on every down? Like, come well, on. I mean, Cap, you're comparing you dad the sport, to dad. Man. You're, you're comparing dad to dad. Right. And that, to me, is more applicable than what you're doing.
2: Well, I just, listen, George, I'm telling you this. I hope that Odell Beckham is back to being who Odell Beckham was when he was with the New York Giants as a player. Okay, not as a personality, not as a guy out on a boat the week of a playoff game. Uh, I don't. That's not what I'm talking I'm talking about the guy who makes plays on the field. If he can become that guy, then the Rams will have made a huge score if he's not that guy then the rams take the risk of bringing a personality to a great locker room and he could upset it
0: the rams take a risk of what they signed him for nothing they cut him and that's it you move on that, that's exactly right that could happen just like they But that's with no Deshaun that's Jackson. no risk you're creating a risk that doesn't exist like if he sucks if it turns out that it sucks the situation sucks you cut him end of story
2: that's right that that absolutely could happen but look all i'm saying is this i have a perception that this guy is not about a team he's about well we're about
0: to find out if he is or isn't now because we're going to see him up close right we will see we will see okay we will see
2: and i hope listen i hope that he's great i hope that he helps the rams and I hope that the Rams win the Super Bowl in SoFi Stadium. I you do, got, or would you I'm, rather be
0: right? Because I'd rather be right. Oh no,
2: sure. I'd, I'd much rather be wrong. I'd much okay. rather be wrong <laughs> and have the Rams win the Super Bowl. I'm not. I don't care about. <laughs> I'd being much right. rather be right,
0: to be honest with you. I this know
2: you would. So. That's the difference yeah. between you and me. Is you would rather yeah. be right and see yeah, the Rams. I, no, no. I just. Being, I'd rather I, see I, the Rams I, win, and be, I'd rather be wrong.
0: You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna Tell bring me. in a lie detector test guy. We're gonna we're gonna see if that's really the truth. We're gonna do that. We should have that should be a fun show one day. We can do like just have like a lie detector guy. I like that. And idea. see that's if a we if you're being idea. if you're being fourth or not. Everybody likes being right. Stop it.
2: George, being right in this instance means that the Rams don't don't get what they want, which is to win a Super Bowl.
0: The reason but the you know Rams what it means? Your boyfriend, Tom Brady, may have a better chance of winning a Super Bowl. I see what you're up to, Kaplan. I,
2: I think I think Tom Brady and, and the Buccaneers, I don't think they got a lot to worry about with the Rams. Now, look, the Rams oh, beat them last year. Oh, they don't, even beat though they got year. beat down twice so what? in what? last but, two but, but did the Rams win the Super Bowl last year? I mean, Tom Brady's did probably not. looking at his seven rings going, these look pretty good. Not. These look really but nice. But they
0: got well, – styles make fights. And they got – they got the, – what was it, Green Bay, right? They didn't get the Rams. And the Rams lost to Green Bay. Styles make fights. So – if it would have been the Rams that had gotten past Green Bay there, perhaps they might not have been to the Super Bowl. But, again, you know, we can play that game of semantics. Like, you were trying to tell me that the Browns were one play away from beating whatever. That's life.
2: Is, that, is that not true?
0: I mean, right. Well, is it not true that styles make fights and it that the Rams true. were a better team than the Bucks last year and this year they've when beaten they faced twice. each other?
2: They, they've beaten yes. them two times. That's absolutely so there you right.
0: Go. Do you think the Saints are go. a
2: better team than the Buccaneers?
0: um they clearly own them too though like well, brady they, has been they, miserable against right. them they, they beat him with trevor simeon at
2: quarterback and then and then what right. happened the saints turn around and they lose to lowly atlanta so right uh, that,
0: that, that's what i'm saying styles make fights
2: i am very so. concerned about odell beckham's personality and how it meshes with this team i'm, I'm sticking with it and if i'm proven uh-huh. wrong that's okay Listen, I had questions about Russell Westbrook coming into the Lakers. It wasn't about his skill set like everybody else had questions about his skills. For me, it was just about personality. I'm big on this stuff. I am huge on locker room chemistry. I mean, chemistry. you
0: love that nonsense. You do. It is. I it's,
2: disagree. It's, I don't
0: think it's nonsense.
2: Cap's all about it's the emotional. Narrative.
0: It's it's emotional, existential mumbo jumbo.
2: I disagree, and, and that's you what you I, are. I, you love the you love the mumbo jumbo. You I do. disagree. I think locker room chemistry. I think you are so underestimating how important it is to have a good team chemistry. Doesn't mean everybody has to be best friends but everybody has to work together towards the same cause. And in the case of But he of the, just told he, us
0: that he was that, he, that the guys in the locker room like him. So then buddy,
2: But 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 that doesn't mean he was working for the same cause. They like him, he's a good guy, but was he help was he trying to help us win or was he trying to get the hell out of here?
0: I mean, I mean it could be you you can probably try to do both. At one point he was trying to help them win, but at some point you just have to realize this isn't going to work right you have how come to pull every the player on the league doesn't decide
2: that i mean how come how come all the detroit lion players don't decide hey i want out of here how come the jacksonville jaguar players aren't like hey i want out of here i got to get out of here this place sucks you know, my quarterback's no good. I, I, I mean, but wait a second. We're a also
0: talking about a sport where you can literally, I mean, I mean, if we want to get into it, we can get into it. I mean, you can push back the brakes. I don't care. I mean, if you want to get into the actual discussion of this, I mean, this is a sport predicated on where players are discarded, <laughs> literally discarded. <laughs> so, like, yeah, like, if you can be the player to peace out before they discard you, I have zero problem with that. The one thing you'll learn about me that, that you have, that we pro- haven't discussed that I know we'll have to break is that I'm going to generally side with employment over employer? You know why? Because I think that's the way you should be when you're an employee. <laughs> um, like you know, being like I, I I never understood this notion of media and fans like cow to owners and things of that nature. Like I just don't get it. Like it's not that's not your position. Like you should be more compatible and more empathetic to the actual employees in these situations.
2: Okay. Well, I will. Uh, I will. I will say duly noted um, of who I should be. You know more uh empathetic towards i mean I'm just you're just employee, right like
0: i don't know i just don't i just it's something i've never understood and you know you you, you i didn't know that about you until now but i mean i don't
2: you know. know what you learned about me i'm not sure
0: i learned that you are cow towing to the man kaplan
2: do we work That's for the man
0: it. i mean we do because but every once in a while you got to rise up like the phoenix <laughs> okay If I recall correctly, Magic Johnson was also in that music video.
4: Yeah, was he was.
0: One, was that
2: the one, the black and white video? Is that the one where he's in, where Michael Jackson is in, is in Egypt, like and he's? Yep. Oh well, then well, got the pyramids he and fire. Yeah, Magic was in yeah. that one. Yeah.
0: You were By the way, real quick, I want to let you know if your vehicle's do due for service, head to your neighborhood. Valvoline Instant Oil change home with a fifteen-minute drive-through oil change for over thirty years. They provide a quick and convenient services for your car. No dragging the kids to the dirty waiting room at Valvoline. You stay in your car, nice and safe. All the experts make sure your rides in peak performance. Oil changes, tire rotations, transmission care, more. Pull up, drive in, and drive out in about fifteen minutes. Visit their website, SoCalOilChange.com, for locations and coupons. Uh, yes, it was. Uh, it was that video, and magic was in it. Yeah, it was, uh, and it, it was a big deal. I remember there was a time. Where we used to do music videos on network TV and debut them and premiere them. Like, I remember Madonna's Like a Prayer being like super controversial when it ran uh, on, and like Pepsi produced it or something like that. And yeah, those were the days, man, when like music videos were so big and popular that uh, everyone knew them, everyone watched them. MTV was actually airing them on a regular basis. (laughs) And they were debuted, the biggest ones, like Michael and Madonna and and them were all debuted on national television.
2: Well, Michael Jackson in particular, you know, when he put out a new video, it wasn't like it was just a new song. It was like a new movie, a new song, a new TV show. It was like all of it mixed into one in about five, six, seven minutes, you know?
0: Yes. Yeah, it was a production. Um, There's no doubt about that. Although I I do remember um, beyond the Madonna one that I just mentioned, Like a Prayer, I remember Erotica, right? Right? I believe, was it erotica or Justify My Love? I was gonna love? say it's Justify My one Love
1: that, for sure.
0: Justify My Love was the one that was like banned, right? Mm-hmm. Like it yep. was like so sexual. They were only allowed to like
1: play it like after midnight.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. On MTV. Do you remember that one, Kaplan?
2: I don't really remember the story of that.
0: Being
1: Wait, you, so- you you might remember it if you're a fan of Wayne's World because yeah. they did like a, a sketch. I think it was like an SNL sketch where he was on the video and he was like, they're rolling around in bed and it was in black <laughs> and white.
2: <laughs> yes. Okay. I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mike Myers yeah. as Wayne yeah. and with the hat. Justify the,
0: My and the, Love, man. That yeah. song was like crazy and you had to like. Yeah, it aired at midnight, and I want to say that you had to buy like well, I mean, this was still back in the day when they were like record stores, um, and you can go to like a Tower Records or whatever, and like get like the v- the VHS tape basically of it. You know what I mean? Like that's how you would <laughs> if you wanted to see it, and you didn't, you know, you you weren't like sticking around to watch after midnight because of the explicit nature of it. You would go and buy the videotape.
2: Tower Records. You remember? Well, this is long time ago. I know a lot of old timers will remember. But the Tower Records on Sunset, dude, that was, like, such a legendary, like, landmark kind of spot. And, of course, we now know there are no more record stores. You don't need them no, anymore, it. yeah, you good. know? Yeah. Used to go to the mall Although, and flip through records.
0: People, lo- there's still vinyl shops. Oh, like you yeah. You can go and get played. Yeah.
2: Totally. There are a lot of them now. And, and, you know, a lot of collectors for vinyl. And for whatever reason, people are like, ooh, I love the hiss in the background. I like it on my, I like the LP Rather than the digital yeah, there, version. There,
0: there's a different sound to it. I don't think no there's doubt. any question. Um, real quick, Kaplan. Um, I, I think you're going to be really disappointed. Tell me. Um, in this next piece of news I have. Are you ready? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So, the sexiest man alive for 2021 has been released. Now, when okay. you say
2: I'm going to be disappointed, are you going to say because... It's, no, it's not you. It's not me? Not you. Did People not Magazine
0: did not pick you. No. Mm. no.
2: You... You know, if People Magazine would have been out at Bastard's Canteen yesterday and they would have seen me publicly get my nostrils waxed, they might have had a different thought. I'll tell you that right now.
0: I mean, perhaps. <laughs> but,
2: <laughs> the dramatic pause says it
0: all. Yeah, yeah, perhaps. But i uh, they did go with someone I thought was, uh, was a, a, I don't want to say an upset, um, but I was surprised by 52-year-old um, Paul Rudd uh, was named the people's sexiest man alive for 2021.
1: I would call that an upset for sure. Really? Why? Who'd he upset? Who,
2: who should have been the sexiest man alive?
1: I, I would pick The Rock um, or Channing Tatum or Zac Efron. I mean, there's probably 50 guys that I would pick before I would even, maybe even 100 guys I'd pick before Paul Rudd. Now, that's not to say like, Paul Rudd's a good-looking guy. He's hilarious, which like, wh- who doesn't love a funny guy? But the sexiest man alive is like quite a stretch, I think. Zac Efron, where where'd he
2: come from? I mean, wh- what's he been doing?
1: Uh, he he did a show, a series on Netflix where he travels all over the the world and does these adventures and now, stuff. Now that
0: dude don't is the it. sexiest man alive. Zac right Efron. Oh yeah, he's all right. He's alright. Okay. I mean, it's either him. I mean, listen, Brad Pitt still looks amazing, dude. Have you seen those coffee commercials he's doing?
2: No, I don't think I have. What coffee
0: commercial? What? No, seriously. Really? It, it, I've seen it all over the place, and I generally watch sports, so I know it's on yeah. during sporting events. Yeah, that's
2: what I was thinking. Um, like, what what game should I be watching?
0: Yeah. Uh, hold on. It's, but you know the thing I'll about you, it's Paul, it's a coffee is machine this? commercial. Oh, it's really? called Perfetto um, oh. by Delonghi. Delonghi is one of those fancy coffee makers.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know, Paul Rudd. Though I'll say this: um, whether you think he's sexy or you don't. I personally don't find him sexy. I do think he's funny and I think he's kind of cute, actually. But That's a good word to describe him as cute. Yeah, but he's giving us um what I, I like the fact that he's fifty-two years old and he's not sexy in the Brad Pitt sort of way. He's not sexy in the action adventure rock sort of way so
0: it it really Brad Pitt makes me feel ugly bro like that's how good looking that dude is
2: right still to this day so that that's actually a good thing that sexy now is not purely just good looking sexy is cute funny accomplished where's by the way where's he been is Paul Rudd? has he done anything new that I should know about that that he's so relevant that he became the sexiest man in the world
0: um I mean I know he took his kid out to Halloween and she was the wasp for Halloween you wouldn't know what that is because you don't watch the Marvel stuff.
4: But oh, I it's thought in you the meant, like, movie some that he was in.
0: Like the, the female character, uh, he was Ant-Man, and the Wasp is the uh, you know sidekick, basically. Um, and the, so his daughter went as that, and he went as Weird Al Yankovic, actually.
2: No, That's U- yeah, a I'll great you, Halloween costume. I'll bet you that uh, Paul Rudd probably likes Creed.
0: I, I know he loves the Kansas City Chiefs because he's a Kansas City guy. I do know that.
2: I bet he's probably yeah. like a big Creed fan, too. I mean, that whole actually 40-year-old version.
0: Actually, Ant-Man and Wasp, there's another movie coming out. Uh, it's filming right now as we speak, so that's what he's up to. Oh, and he's in Ghostbusters Afterlife. He's yeah, in that's coming
1: movie. out, right? Yeah. That looks yeah. good. I, I, I'll, I'll
0: watch that. Say I have no interest in none, zero. I'll watch that. Why not? Way to go, Paul. I mean, I don't either, but I'm just curious.
2: Way to go, Paul. You are sexy, man. You are hot. You are oh. cute. You are funny. You are yeah. accomplished. You're a good actor. Way to go, Paul.
0: Right. Why not, if Ghostbusters, I'm curious, why are you just not interested?
2: Um, I I don't love, and I've heard you say this a million times, and I generally agree with you, which is that, you know, it's hard to find a new idea in Hollywood. And so I just, I don't like all of these, you know, hey, Ghostbusters was a good franchise back in the 80s. So let's bring it back now for a new generation. And it probably will be successful because you put the right people in it. And there's a whole generation of young people that are like, um, yeah, I don't, I don't really. Yeah, know but it's not like
0: that. I think this movie is actually like now, like based now, and it's not like it's not like as like campy the Ghostbusters was when it was Bill Murray and all them. Like this is a little more like,
2: who was the other guy in Ghostbusters? I'm trying to think of his name. He was Harold also Ramis.
0: With, oh yeah, Harold Dan Ramis. Dan Aykroyd. Right.
2: Yeah, yeah, Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis was interesting. I don't know if you know, but he he actually was like, the director of Caddyshack. Did you know? Yes, that? Yes, I do know that. And, and if you've ever he seen directed like, a the, ton of
0: movies, actually,
2: but he, he and he was also great in stripes because he was Bill Murray's right hand man in the movie stripes. But he tells a great yeah. story about Caddyshack, how at one point during the filming of Caddyshack, they finally realized, wait a second, Bill Murray and Chevy Chase do not have any interaction in the entire movie, which is right. when they came up with the scene with, that they totally improv where Chevy Chase hits a ball into yeah. Bill Murray's place. And he's like, oh, you know, that's uh you know you know manganese you know a lot of people don't know that you know manganese you know that scene
0: i mean vaguely yes okay. it's been a long right, time i don't good. feel like I'm those movies hold up very i'm glad you
2: don't know it. Glad well, really, you honestly, know it okay makes me happy lindsay do you know Caddyshack, manganese you know, like chinch bugs. You know, manganese. I mean, you know I've that?
1: seen it, but I wouldn't be able to like quote good. directly from it.
2: Very good. I'm very glad that both of you guys don't know it. Finally, I know something about a movie that you two don't know about a movie, and I feel old and cool. I mean, only because cool.
0: I haven't seen seen the movies. Since I was like six, probably. But
2: well, manganese. You know, you know, chinch bugs. A lot of people don't know that. You know, pool pond pond would probably be good for you. You
0: don't know that's that's the
2: scene. Anybody with me here today? Is we have with no me? idea what you are talking about. No, no, you don't. But I'll <laughs> you tell are, you right now. You know what you
0: are? You are speaking Manganese or whatever the hell language you, know, you, uh, you were trying to. I'll refer tell you right now.
2: Uh, chinch bugs. A lot of people listening right now. They know what I'm talking about. And is there anybody listening right now? Anybody that is willing to call this show today? Don't be afraid of George. Don't be intimidated by him. Is there anybody that's willing to call this show today and actually be on my hey, side? That you're a little why, skeptical why I, about OJ.
0: Why am I some sort of intimidating person? Like People I People are afraid I, of you, I, have, I think. I well, I speak with conviction. I think that's one thing. Passion, but I mean that gets mis- certainly. That gets misconstrued as like in, 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 I, I mean, not intimidating is not a word I would ever associate I think it's your black
2: mean. belt. I think it's the black belt that's got people intimidated. Is there anybody okay.
0: that's with me? There was a guy who wants us to fight, though. That guy yesterday. still wants us to do that fight. There was that, that was one great. guy yesterday.
2: He's like, you know, I keep yes. looking for tickets and when I can get the tickets to see Sedano the black belt versus Kaplan in the in the sumo yeah. suit. When is that fight going down? It's going down. Just wait a second. Yeah. Hold on. We're waiting for yeah. the basketball playoffs to start. You know, we're waiting for right. a big crowd yeah. at Staples Center.
0: And, and COVID it, actually to kind yeah, of that like, would subside actually, some kind of yeah. good too
2: but is there There's anybody that. else who's skeptical on this obj thing or is everybody just buying every ounce of hype no i'm skeptical you
0: lindsey and bill plaschke you're
2: all in the boat i don't together. like that by the way i don't like that it's me and Plasky. i don't like that why i thought
1: plaschke's your boy look plaschke's Plashky, off and right with his you know with, yeah is he yeah yeah he i right. don't know about yeah. that yeah, listen right. i love
0: yeah. bill but often right? I mean, yeah. I don't know. Even Bill would say that's a stretch.
2: Yeah, w- was he right when he promised everybody that the Dodgers would be the greatest team in the history of baseball?
1: I mean, this, they, this they were pretty. Did he, he did talk about like the regular season. That was what he said. Like regular well, season. Well, you know, once you get to postseason, it doesn't really well, matter. They weren't. they
2: weren't the best team in the regular season either. That, that's they true. Right that's there. an excellent point, one game.
1: He was right about Trevor Bauer. Hey, look, Trevor I mean, Bauer. Okay. I um, mean, but
0: that's not right. That's not mostly right. That's like, now you got him at 50-50. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> He's right about Matthew Stafford.
0: What, what did he say about Matthew Stafford?
1: I don't remember. Now I'm just making oh. things oh, up. Well, oh, okay. what the Good. hell? Smart. You don't even Good remember job, what he Lindsay. said.
2: Do it, Lindsay. Make stuff up. I do it all the time. It's great.
0: I you just best. like,
1: I feel like I often side with Bill no. Plashkey. I like Lindsay, the curmudgeon don't, side.
0: Don't do that. He is a little bit of a curmudgeon. We have a we have a reference on Around the Horn that we go, uh, there is something called the full plashkey. Uh, so there you go so <laughs> the full plashky, you guys are huh? going the full Plaschke here on us all of a sudden
3: enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with BetMGM you'll get instant access to a variety of Parley selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business Visit one 800 First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas
0: Crossing Casino and Hotel. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Again, sorry, uh, Taylor, I didn't mean to screw you up here, but I'm basically just doing this all by the fly on on the seat of my pants on the fly here.
2: I all right, like when so you I like when you direct the show live on well, there. I think it's. great. I, I'm
0: also good at doing math on the fly too. So I mean, this is. A, I mean, basically, you know, when you have commercials and all this stuff, it's all a math equation too. You know what I mean? So there's that. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Taylor. So, <laughs> let's go, Linz. What do you got?
1: All right, so what I've got is uh, Washington Wizards forward Cal Kuzma got into it with some Cavs fans during Wednesday night's game, telling them, "Quote." Without Bron, Cleveland wouldn't be bleep. The heckling fans brought a sign to the game that read, quote, LeBron won Kuzma his ring. Those fans reportedly heckled Kuzma throughout the game. It reached a point where Kuzma responded after hitting a go-ahead three with just seconds remaining in the game. And then he said after the game, quote, there were some hecklers during the game talking to me. They had a sign up that said LeBron won Kuzma's ring. And I said, without Bron, Cleveland wouldn't be bleep. Is what Kuzma said here a big deal or no deal, Sedano?
0: No deal, because he's right. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Um, I mean, the Cavs organization also, uh, outside of some you know nice years with Mark Price and Brad Doherty and them, um, mostly a dumpster fire. So... Uh, LeBron (laughs) saved them like no sorry Lindsey I'm just being real like you know Cleveland sports have not necessarily been a bastion of like uh, stability
1: hey you know I don't think that anyone needs you to point that out to them nor do they need (laughs) Kyle Kuzma of all people to point that out to them because I think we can all agree that without LeBron Kyle Kuzma wouldn't be bleep you know so I I just don't think that he's the person that should be pointing something like that out
2: yeah I'm gonna go with no deal here also though but again I mean forget about whether or not what George said is right, which it is, which is that LeBron made the Cavaliers and LeBron delivered the championship. Uh, But the fact of the matter is Kuzma is a nobody in the world of the NBA had he not played with LeBron. If Kuzma had been playing in Washington and had never played in L.A. and had never played with LeBron, he don't have sneaker deals. He don't rock the clothes that he does. He is not the personality that people know him as. And by the way, none of us have ever really heard of him cuz he's not that good of a player in my opinion.
1: Yeah, he's not. And I think uh, I think most Lakers fans would probably agree with that. So, you but know, he's
2: a Laker for life. Remember that's what he said before he left. He's a Laker for
1: Mhm. Mhm. Okay, on to the next one. All right, so YouTube is making some changes to its platform in an effort to protect creators. On Wednesday, the video sharing service began rolling out a new feature that keeps the count private. Of the dislikes, and it's only viewable to the person who uploaded the video. The actual dislike button is going to remain, and viewers can still dislike a video to tune their personal recommendations. But YouTube hopes that hiding the count from the public will be less of a stressor for the creator and result in less harassment. Is this a big deal or no deal, Cap?
2: I'm going to say it's no deal. I am really not understanding this at all. I have a podcast that is on YouTube every single day, every day. You can find my podcast on YouTube. And more often than not, there are more thumbs up than there are thumbs down, but there are occasional thumbs down. And I say to people on YouTube, I'm like, yo, give us a thumbs up or give us a thumbs down. I don't really care. Just as long as you're clicking around, cause all of that helps your YouTube analytics. So I don't really do people get that, that upset. Like, oh, my God, I got a thumbs down from the audience. They didn't like my commentary on something. Oh, how could I ever live? I can't even go back on YouTube. Are people really that sensitive?
0: Yeah, they are. Um, oh. So, oh. It, I mean, it, and it, it's no deal for me either. I mean, look, it, I could understand if the comment section was something that they wanted to get rid of because that can get pretty vile, right, sometimes. But... The thumbs down, like I, that just seems like way too over the top. Well, I, I
1: think <laughs> what they're trying to do is so let's say, Cap, you posted something and someone's trying to like cancel you, or they're trying to just like, you know, if you if you people pile on and you'll say, like, go to Cap's page and and dislike his video all these times and then it has something to do with the algorithm and it you know people pile on and they dislike it so many times it pushes it down and people's algorithms and timelines and whatnot so you know I, I guess it's similar to something going viral for being liked and viewed so many times things can go viral for being disliked so many times and I think that's what they're I trying to know. avoid
2: I did not know that all I know is this George you'll get a kick out of this it's amazing I post a video every single day on YouTube for my podcast and, you know, it'll get a couple thousand views. But when I post a short clip, seven minutes or so, it can get 10,000, 20,000, 50,000 views. People don't have the, the attention span. No. So, I mean, I like no. them in short clips myself. So.
0: All right. What's next?
2: On-, on to
1: the next one.
0: Yeah.
2: Come on, Taylor. There you go, kid.
1: He's he's doing all this math back I know here he is. for you. Guys, I know. So. Poor guy, we yeah, put I him know. in a tough he's spot. That that <laughs> all right, so Deadline has reported that the Roadhouse remake is moving forward once again with Jake Gyllenhaal in talks to star it. The original Roadhouse starred Patrick Swayze as Dalton, as mm-hmm. a cooler hired to help clean up the double deuce one of the rowdiest bars in Missouri. Mm -hmm. The film has become a cult favorite over the years, and there have been various attempts at remaking the movie. It's not known if this latest Roadhouse project will be a straight-up remake or a new take on the concept, and it's also not certain if Jake Gyllenhaal will be playing Dalton or a different character. Is this potential remake of Roadhouse a big deal or no deal, Sedano?
0: Roadhouse. All I think of when I think of Roadhouse now is, uh, you know, although the original movie was kind of fun to watch, um... I mean, look, I'm going to say it's a big deal for some, not a big deal for me. I don't love the movie that much that I need a remake. Um, also, the original was fine. But as I mentioned, what I think of Roadhouse now, <laughs> I think of Family Guy <laughs> when uh, <laughs> Peter learns to roundhouse kick. And then, like, every time he kicks somebody in the face, he goes Roadhouse. <laughs> um so like that that's what comes to mind now more than anything else you, when I think of Roadhouse. You
1: strike me as somebody who would be like offended or upset with the fact that they're making a remake. Like this is a cult classic, you can't touch it.
0: Nah, I don't really care that okay. much about the movie to be
1: honest. All
2: right. Yeah, I, I'm yep. also going to go no deal, but I love Roadhouse and there's a line in Roadhouse that I still to this day love to use. You ready for this? Patrick Swayze is telling all of the bouncers cuz he's the cooler which means he's going to be there to cool things off. But the bouncers, they got to throw hands should it come to that. But what Patrick Swayze explains to everybody is be nice until it's no longer time to be nice. Mm-hmm. And you know what, George? I'll tell you something right now. It's a good philosophy to have in business. Like just be nice, be nice mm-hmm. the whole way until it's time to not be nice. Okay. Or you're having trouble at the airport. You be nice. You just be nice to everybody. You'll get what you want until it's time to not be nice.
0: See? Si. Yeah.
1: All right. All right, so a recent chart from a football data scientist with the NFL has blown back the curtain on which NFL head coaches are effective at using their team's timeouts. The chart breaks down the use of timeouts into five categories, and it clearly illustrates which NFL coaches burn the most unnecessary timeouts. Welp, number one on that list. Can you guys take a guess at who it is?
0: Well, I already know, so I mean. Okay,
1: do you know who it is, Cap?
0: Yeah. I do. I okay, do. it's
1: Sean yeah. McVay. Mm-hmm. He's the worst. He's the worst at. He's the least effective at it's using wild. timeouts. Yeah. Yeah, is this a wild. big deal or no deal?
0: Um, I, I think it's a big deal. Um, I think there's he's great at a lot of things, but it is something that has stuck out like a sore thumb because he's so good at all the other things. Right? That that the timeout, the clock management at times, um. I shouldn't say clock management because it's not always technically clock management, but the usage of his timeout. Sometimes he eats too many. Like, there are little things like that that stick out, sure.
2: Well, if he doesn't use his timeouts right, you know, Odell might get upset. Who knows what, what kind of blow up there might be. Yeah, All let right. that breathe. Let it breathe a little bit.
1: <laughs> All right. Science reveals that a person's bedtime can have an effect on one's heart health. There's a window of the best time to go to bed that will significantly reduce your risk of heart disease, according to a new scientific study. To find the best time to go to bed, data was recorded in over 88,000 participants over four years by a wrist-worn accelerometer, which sounds fake, but it's real. Uh, The participants shared their diagnosis of cardiovascular disease. The study showed that participants who fell asleep between 10 o'clock and 10.59 p.m. had the lowest risk of heart disease compared to those who fell asleep at 11 p.m. or later. Now, I know I go to bed nice and early, so this is not a big deal for me. But is this study about the 10 o'clock hour being the most heart-healthy time to go to bed a big deal or no deal for you guys, Cap?
2: I'm going to say no deal. And the reason I'm going to say no deal is because what I'm trying to figure out is why does it matter... If you go to bed before 11 p.m., in other words, if you went to bed at 1159 rather than 1059, but you slept till 759 rather than 659, if you had the same amount of sleep, but you just went to bed later, why does it matter?
1: You know, I am not the scientist who collected the data in this study, but I will say that like a lot of this has to do with like your body clock and the sun and the Earth's gravitational pull, that last part I'm making up. But, uh, oh, you know, it has to do with, like, the, the amount of daylight and stuff like that. A lot
2: yeah, of well, last stuff going on here. So Let just, me tell you something. Speaking of daylight, I don't know about you two guys. It's driving me crazy, okay? The fact that it's pitch black by 5.30 p.m., it's driving me up a wall. Can I ask a question? Did we not vote on this, like, a couple of years ago? that we no longer wanted to do this and that we wanted the sun to be out till like 7, 7.30 and we didn't want the sun to come up till like 6.45, 7 a.m. Didn't
0: we
1: vote on that?
0: I thought we did.
1: Because I'm telling you right now.
0: Re- did we do the results or what?
1: I, I don't remember at, voting on this ever. Yeah, well,
2: I woke up at 6.30 this morning and it was, it might have been 12 noon. That's how bright it was out. And right now it is like, I mean, it's so dark outside right now. I, I hate it. I hate when it gets so dark so early.
0: Yeah, I'm a I'm a fan of daylight savings time. I think it should be that all the time. I know Arizona never switches, so I mean we should do that too.
1: Hawaii doesn't either. Really? Yeah. Arizona oh, and know. Hawaii do not do daylight savings, and I think we should just do what they do.
0: Do they not do daylight savings, or do they not so they stay on standard the yep. whole time?
1: Yep. Yep. They do.
0: See, I don't like standard though. I like daylight savings better.
1: I don't. Arizona I just think it's too confusing. Nope, Arizona
0: keeps their Why is it so confusing? It sunsets at like seven.
1: I don't know. I just feel like it's you know they started doing this all these years ago because of farmers and trying to create well, more we don't daylight. Have those They're... issues anymore? Exactly. Like that. So yeah. that's why they don't need to keep doing it.
0: Yeah. So let's just stick to daylight savings then. <laughs> we should vote on that. Do you stick to daylight savings or standard? Yeah, I vote it's too daylight dark too savings. early right now. It's very annoying. Yeah.
1: I don't like yeah. it getting dark early. That's what I vote on. Whatever that means.
0: Yeah. Do you like daylight savings then?
1: Okay. All right.
0: Yeah. All right, go ahead. That's Another it. One. That's all I
1: have for- uh... Oh, that's all you have? Yes, all that's right. all I have.